The culture of hustling and working hard to find crazy new ideas has been the in thing because of all the startups and success stories out there. And this has been taking a toll on most companies. I mean, think about it. How many times have we been told to innovate or seek new markets? And maybe even we have caught ourselves saying the same to others. This in return also burns us, our peers, or even our employees in the long run. And this actually makes the company forget why it exists in the first place. So what should we do or the companies do to be successful? Well, here's a discussion on exploring the secrets of successful companies that do better without disrupting or continuously seeking new markets. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club. Today, we will discuss The Invincible Company by Alexander Osterwald. Because of our culture and environment of seeing and listening to all the news out there that companies get continuously disrupted by startups, technologies, political and demographic factors, it's really understandable that companies, including my clients, think that the solution consists in rebranding, seeking new markets, or an innovation of some sort. So this book proves how focusing on the core aspects of your business and strengthening from within is another way to win the game, and dare I say that it may even be the better way. But don't get me wrong though, of course innovation-focused research based on the context of the culture and environment of the company is necessary to adapt to the changing times. But that just might be one of the factors that makes a company successful. So here are three takeaways from the book that you can add to your toolkit. By the way, the book has so much more to offer, so check it out if this discussion interests you a lot. Takeaway number one. There are two core portfolios all successful companies should possess. According to the author, it's the Explore Portfolio and the Exploit Portfolio. Explore focuses on innovation, research, and development of new ideas. And based on my experience, what most people tend to forget when doing this is that they keep looking at competitors and from there creating a reactionary product. While of course it's good to look at competition and maybe get inspiration or maybe get a feel of the landscape, but we should be jumping off from our strengths and creating new ideas from there. This is what the author calls the Explore Portfolio. The other portfolio is the exploit portfolio. It's targeting the strengths and weaknesses of your company and focuses on strengthening the core operational aspects. This way, you can improve the core business overall. So simply put, both the explore and exploit portfolio's starting point is the company's strength. Explore is all about what you can do more with your strength and exploit is how can you make what makes you strong, stronger. Based on my experience, what I found out to be effective to put these portfolios into practice is when companies have separate teams of skilled people that are in the explore and exploit portfolios. One that focuses on the culture of looking out and the other one focusing on the culture of looking in. Then these two focus on their own particular tasks but collaborate frequently to make the company keep up with the market changes and demands to continuously have a strong position in the market. Here is a reflection point. Does your organization have an explore and exploit portfolio? Let's now go to takeaway number two. When exploring new projects, keep in mind the two stages to manage risk and reduce uncertainty. The two stages are the design loop and testing loop. The design loop is all about generating ideas and coming up with prototypes as you go. Then the testing loop is all about experimenting with a product, making sure that there is real-life evidence of use, 
and strengthening the design from there. Let's imagine that you've decided to make a side business out of baking cookies. You think of how it's going to look and taste and you come up with different recipes and all. This is the design phase. But it's equally important to let others try and get feedback from it and see who the market would be and why the market would actually choose your cookies over the countless of others. The same goes with any business. The business idea is nothing without case studies of real life use. And this is a continuous process of learning and improving. And maybe you have even experienced this in your own lives. Actually, the company Meta is known to do this. and They release a new feature to a small group of users and see how they react and use the product. And sometimes you don't even know that it's happening. But for other companies like Apple, let's say, you can actually opt in to be part of their beta testing. You know, actually saying this makes me reflect and you can reflect with me too. Is your company in the design loop or the testing loop? And if you do have a crazy design or a new idea, do you ever test out this new product or service to others? Let's now go on to the last takeaway, which is the business model canvas. And I'm sure you've heard of this a lot of times. But when you break down the business model canvas, it's really analyzing three things. The customer side of the business, the product itself, and the cost and revenue aspect of it. Knowing this allows companies to get a better view of their business and see what areas of improvement they can consider. It's like a bird's eye view of their business that can help them improve their business model, cut on costs, increase efficiency, or just get a better overall view of the organization. Of course, most of the time, people may have used the business model canvas for new products or they were part of a startup. But looking back, were you able to use this to the current state of the organization? If not, this is an action item that you can do. And that was the last takeaway. So let's try to review them one by one. One, there are two core portfolios that successful companies possess. You should be able to explore to see what new things you can do with your strengths and exploit to strengthen what you already have. Two, when exploring new projects, keep in mind the two stages to manage risk and reduce uncertainty, the design loop and the testing loop. It's not just about designing a product, but making sure to test it out and having a use case. Three, to keep on top of things, use the business model canvas. This will show you the environment of who your customers are, what your product really is, and the cost and revenue aspect of it. So as you can see, this book can help you adapt to new trends while maintaining the core and security of the company. I can recommend this book to people who want to go through a business course in the form of a book. It gives concrete steps on maintaining an existing business and how to redesign an organization to keep up with the ever-changing world. And that was a quick summary on The Invincible Company by Alexander Osterwalder. By the way, knowledge is not power, it's potential power. So what are you going to do with the knowledge that you've gained today? Till the next book discussion, thank you for listening to The Daily Book Club.